Hey, Disney friends, welcome back to Tink's Magical Vacations. Um, if you are checking us out for the first time, uh, we welcome you. Uh, if you are a consistent uh, returning listener, um, thank you so much. We welcome you back as well. Uh, we've got a great episode in store today. Um, this is one we've actually had um, several requests come in about. Um, people have been wanting to, to talk this. So we're going to discuss Disney transportation today. Um, what, do I mean, what do I mean by that? Um, we're talking about transportation from... Uh, when you actually land, right, at the airport, Orlando International Airport. Uh, unfortunately, can't talk about any other airports, but we will we will discuss Orlando today um, and how you can actually get to Walt Disney World from the airport. Um, and this is, think about it, folks. I mean, if you're going for the first time, it's going to be very helpful. And it's a lot of people sometimes get a little overwhelmed um, with the transportation aspect. You know, sometimes it can be a little, you know, stressful in itself just getting, you know, your airfare situated. Um, a lot of people, then they get a little more stressed out. Ah, do I rent a car? Do I, you know, is there complimentary transportation? Um, you know, is there transportation shuttles and buses and that kind of stuff? Um, we're going to talk about that. All right. We're going to hopefully give you some peace of mind and, and let you know kind of what the options are. Um, bringing on a great friend of mine. Her name is Kara. Uh, she is a fantastic Disney travel planner, um, and I will tell you right now, um, nobody knows <laughs> nobody knows their stuff uh, better than than Kara. So you will you will not be disappointed. She will be able to share some solid information that I'm certain will help you guys out. Um, so I'm very excited to be bringing her on. Um, she's actually also volunteered too, um, along with talking about transportation. Um, she's going to give you some tips uh, on packing, and that's a big one because packing we could do a whole separate episode on if we wanted to. Uh, there's so much to talk about there. Um, but she volunteered to say, you know what, uh, why don't I throw in some tips at the end about, you know, um, I don't know if she's going to do top three or four things she says are must packs, right? Must stuff, stuff you got to pack um, when you're when you're taking a trip to Disney World. So very excited to hear about that. Um, and the other thing too, when we talk transportation, we're going to be talking about um, all of the methods that are offered on Walt Disney World property. Okay. And there are, there are a few of them, right? There are, there are a few of them and you'll start to see, um, just what's out there and just what's offered. And hopefully that'll give you a little bit of an understanding, um, as to how you can find your way around. Um, and hopefully that'll give you a little bit, uh, allow you to relax, right? Especially if you're going for the first time, you'll realize that they do have methods in place that'll help, um, transport the guests. Um, so very excited. We'll connect with, um, Kara momentarily. Another thing I want to point out too is we are very well aware that Disney is always changing, right? Things have changed uh, significantly uh, regarding transportation, um, even since the pandemic. Um, so we anticipate that in time, they're going to change again. Um, and what we will do is our absolute best to make sure that as these things change, whether um, Disney puts out new transportation methods over the next six months, a year, two years, however long it is, uh, that we're keeping you guys up to speed, right? Because that's what's important is that we're keeping you guys informed. Um, so if changes do happen, uh, you can expect that we will bring you uh, an updated episode. All right. So nothing to worry about there. Um, so hang with me. I'm going to get connected with Kara and I will be right back. 
Hey, Kara. Thanks so much for coming back onto our podcast. How are you doing today? I'm good, Nick. How are you? Good, good. You joined us, I want to say it was a few months ago. Am I wrong? Um, it was last fall, possibly. We talked about um, what to expect on your first cruise, I believe. Yes. Yes. I'm so excited to have you back. Thank you for coming back. This is going to be a great episode. I know we did a little uh, pre-talk about this one before you um, were able to give me a date as to when you could join us. And I was super excited just as we were having that initial conversation about how helpful I actually think this episode is going to be. Um, so we're going to talk about um, transportation at Walt Disney World, which I think is a huge one. And then you're going to give us some tips on packing. Am I right? Yes. All right, this is going to be awesome. All right, so let's let's kick it off. Let's get right into the transportation part first. So my first question for you is going to be, let's talk about airport arrival, right? Uh, particular, um, particularly in Orlando, right? So you're at Orlando International Airport. What type of transportation options are there for Walt Disney World guests? Great question. So there are numerous options for Disney World guests if they're arriving at Orlando Airport. Um, and this is actually where we as uh, Tinks agents are able to kind of step in and do kind of start the work that we that we do on a daily basis and where we can begin the help. Um, we have at Tinks a number of transportation partners. So this is something that we can assist in booking. Um, it, private service um, to get from the airport to the selected resorts. Yes. Um, and does, let me ask you this. Does it matter like the size of your family? Are we talking about like transportation companies that would offer like large SUVs and stuff like that? Yes, we do have transportation partners that have large SUVs, um, vans that can hold up to 10 to 12 people. We have a couple, I think, that have potentially even buses that can hold more um, if we have enough notice. But yes. Definitely. Excellent. Excellent. All right. So very good to know. So now if you didn't want to go, well, let's, let's backtrack a second um, to just make sure that we touch on something. Uh, Disney world for as far back as I can remember was offering a complimentary service, correct? Um, yeah. They were offering Disney's magical express service, which if you had a booked package, Walt Disney world package, um, you, this was included and your, your luggage would go to the hotel um, and they would, you know, their buses would be right there at the airport and they would take you to your Disney resort. And it was all included um, as part of the Disney World experience. Right. And um, they're not offering that right now. Correct. Correct. They are not. It's a heartbreaker. Um, so maybe they will in time. Right. Maybe they'll bring it back. But we know that right now that's not being offered. So the reason I wanted to backtrack a little bit and just make sure we hit on that is who knows, maybe, maybe somebody might be listening and thinking, why are we going to go to these other transportations? We're just going to use the Disney transportation service. That's not available. Um, that's not available right now. Okay. So now reconnecting the dots, let's bring you back to where you were. Um, aside from these, private transportation partners that Tinks works with on a regular basis. What other options um, exist? Yeah, so there, there will always be the classic Uber or Lyft option. Um, I just used Lyft when I was there a couple of weeks ago, and it, it's convenient because it's 
a direct shot from the airport to your resort. Um, you don't have to stop at other resorts along the way to drop off other guests. Yeah, um, so that is a, a great option. And if I'm remembering correctly, when we were there, it was about $40 one way, um, which wasn't too bad. There were four of us. So that was fairly a, a fairly reasonable price. Okay. Um, there is also bus options. Um, so I believe there's a couple of options. Mears Connect um, is a bus transportation company that I believe yeah. is about 13 to $16 per person per way. Um, and then the Sunshine Flyer is also a bus um, transportation option that's available. Okay. So it looks like when you were doing Lyft, that averaged out to about $10 per person per way, right? And you're saying the bus is give or take 12 to $15 uh, per person per way. So is that like what we're looking at price-wise? Is Does that seem to be the common um it looks to me right we're somewhere between 10 to 15 dollars per person per way yeah about that i think it, it depends so if you're with um a party of two say it's just you and your partner you and a friend um potentially taking a bus might be a cheaper option for a, a party of two um for a party of four we found that taking an uber or a lyft was cheaper so it, i think it depends on how quickly you want to arrive at your resort as well as how much you want to spend per person. So let me ask you this question in regards to those buses. Um, and I might be throwing a curveball at you here, but um, <laughs> let's say you're, you're, you happen to um, your family's arriving to the airport late, right? You've got a late flight gets into the airport, maybe even close to 11 midnight, something like that. Are those bus transportation companies offering their services that late? I believe they are, yes. Um, you may have a, a lot uh, less packed bus at that hour, but I do yeah. believe the buses run um, as long as there's people to be on them. Interesting. Okay. And so what's the proper, if, if a guest who is going to Disney World, they're planning their trip or they've already got their dates picked out, uh, um, how do they go about getting uh, reserved on Sunshine or Mirrors Connect or something like that? So we can provide the links as, as Tink's agents um, and, and the client can reserve those bus transportations on their own. Perfect. So then the, the Tink's travel planner can actually get them um, situated by just getting them uh, right directly to the website and then they can take the next necessary steps. Yes. That's great. That's great. All right. Very good to know. All right. So, and it seems like for the most part, that's what we're dealing with for, for um, transportation from the airport. Correct. Anything else we're yeah. missing? I mean, you're, you got your typical uh, take a taxi, take an Uber, take Lyft. You've got the buses and then we've got these private transportation companies that we partner with. That's what we're looking at. That's those are the options. Yes. Perfect. Perfect. Good to know. Okay, so that that's where we are, folks, with uh, the airport. I want to switch gears for a second. Let's now we've arrived at Walt Disney World, Kara. Uh, talk to us about uh, transportation uh, options that Disney World is offering for guests. And I want to start. Let's let's specifically hit it um, for guests staying on Disney property. Talk to me about what type of transportation uh, options are available. 
Yeah. So there, uh, in my head, there are five transportation options if you are on property, four of which are complementary. So I'm going to start with those. Yes. So if you're at a, on property at a Disney resort, um, I think the most popular and most well-known option are the Disney buses. Yes. So there's um, Disney coach buses or, or um, I'm blanking on the, the type of bus. And they've that got they those, yeah, they've got those uh, nice, pretty Disney wraps on them too. Or now yeah. they, they've prettied them up. Have you seen like the newer ones? I saw like this big Toy Story one when I was there. Recently. Yeah, they're... They're cool. really cool now, um, but they have the, the main buses that will be at the main bus stops at all of the resorts across the property, um, and those buses will get you to all of the um, the parks. So there's Animal Kingdom, Magic Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, Epcot, the water parks, Disney Springs, um, you Perfect. name it, Perfect. it'll get you there. So let's talk for a second. Quick question. Um, I just want to point out, these buses, they're not going resort to resort, though correct? Correct. Okay. So good note folks, right? So if you're having a dining reservation and you happen to be at one of the resorts, you're not going to see a bus come and that's going to say, well, we're at the boardwalk right now and we need to get to all-star sports. You're not going to get a bus from the boardwalk to all-star sports, correct? Correct. That's when you have to play the game of planes, trains, and automobiles Mm -hmm. to try to figure out how you're getting to where you need to go. Correct. Correct. And there are some tricks, right? There are some tricks. Um, But yes, going back to the buses. All right. So a couple questions about these buses. You mentioned these buses are complimentary, um, which is a great thing. Um, What can you tell us in regards to uh, how often they're coming uh, to both the parks and to the hotel resorts? I mean, how, how often are we seeing these buses? They usually will say that the buses are, are making stops every 20-ish minutes. Um, so they're, they're pretty frequent, which is great. Um, at the very beginning of the day and at the very end of the day, you may potentially end up waiting a little bit longer maybe to get to the park or to get home from the resort um, or get home to your resort, depending on the wait lines. If, if you're closing down the park as well as hundreds of other people, um, you may have to wait a couple of bus cycles, but they tend to run every 20 minutes or so. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. And let me ask you this question. Any, t- or any tips in regards to these buses um, that you have? A good time to utilize them? When not to utilize them? Um, are there specific resorts that have more bus stops, less bus stops? What are, what is your, uh, any tips you can offer on the bus? So I tend to recommend to my clients that resorts that the bigger resorts will always have more bus stops. Otherwise, you could end up walking a mile just to get back to your room. Um, So knowing what bus stop is closest to your room is always beneficial. And in the front um, desks at all of the resorts are able to provide you with that information. Um, But I. What else is nice, too? Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I lose my train of thought quick. Um, so most of the resorts, um, and I actually have, I'm trying to think if maybe it's all of them now, but most of them, when you're at the bus stops, they actually tell you, right. They've got, they let you know what bus they've got like that little board, right. That digital board. Talk about that for a second. Yeah. So there's a a TV 
of sorts at almost every bus stop now that will tell you when the next bus is expected to arrive. Um, and the, it's also a feature in the Disney World app. So there is a transportation section within the app that you can actually take a look at to see when, where the buses are and when um, the next, bu next bus is expected at the stop closest to you. That's nice. So that that's, like. a, that's a huge bonus. Yeah. That app has everything. It really it does. It really does. <laughs> yeah. It, it really does. People, nobody's utilizing that to full capacity. I can tell you right now. Um, but that, that's incredible. So that's something to keep in mind, folks, is that you can actually look at that board and it will tell you, give you a heads up. This is what's coming. Sometimes we have just kind of, uh, said, you know what, we're, we're not sure if we're going to go, uh, you know, it could be evening. We're not sure where exactly we want to go. You know, we're eligible to park hop now. And sometimes we're just going to get on the bus uh, the night, whatever the next park is, whatever the next bus is, wherever it's going, uh, that's the one we're going to. And, you know, at, come evening and nighttime, if you've got a park hopper ticket, you can do that. Um, you know, you don't need a park reservation. So you can just kind of say, whatever bus shows up next, that's the one I'm getting on. Um, yeah. So it, that that's all right. So that's very cool. So that was the first thing you said, the complimentary bus transportation. What yeah. do we have next? So there are uh, three resorts that sit along the monorail. So there's nice. the Contemporary, the Grand Floridian, and the Polynesian that sit along Disney's monorail. Um, and that monorail can get you to Magic Kingdom and to Epcot. Um, and this is one of those kind of planes, trains, and automobiles pieces of things. If you have um, a dinner reservation at Ohana at the Polynesian, you could take a bus to Magic Kingdom and then jump on the monorail to get to your dinner reservation. Um, right. But that monorail is a, a great option. Or even backwards, right? You could go the other, the other direction and take the... Uh, see, I like I like when you can figure out the best route because there's a lot of it. So take me one before I lose this train of thought here. Do we know what direction these are, what stops the monorail mentions? You you mentioned that it has the three hotels, the three resorts. Mm -hmm. Which where does it go first? Like in what direction? So correct me here if I'm wrong, but I believe the monorail can run in both directions. So you could. I think you're right. Either, I, think even seen, I think I've even witnessed that. I think you're right. I think so you're I, right. you can either go Contemporary Polynesian Grand Floridian, and the transfer station is between the Grand Floridian and the Polynesian. So you would have to get off to get to Epcot. Yes. Um, or you could go in the reverse direction, which is the Contemporary. Oh, sorry, Grand Floridian Polynesian transfer, and then to Contemporary. Yes can get a little overwhelming can it, <laughs> yes, it can. so this is what i'll say to that all right the monorail is a fantastic asset it's absolutely amazing that's why i always like to recommend disney deluxe resorts that have the monorail feature i think the transportation is absolutely amazing if you have the ability to utilize that um, what i will say is a couple things one pay attention to what they say while you're sitting on the monorail because there is a recording that tells you exactly what the next stop is. Correct, Kara? Yes. <laughs> it tells you where the next stop is. Yet time and time again, when I continue to use this monorail, I see people getting off the wrong stop. They get off, they get back in. Where am I? Where It tells you. 
It does tell you. All right. They're doing they're <laughs> yeah. doing their best to give you as much info. People just don't listen. So I think if you actually pay attention to what it says, um, that'll put you in a little bit of a better spot. Um, the next thing we want to talk about, right, is we've got that. Um, some people might be a little confused for a second, right, when it comes to Monorail. I know that I had um, clients the first couple times that I really wanted to explain this well to because I didn't want them to get overwhelmed with the monorail. So you've got that monorail that runs from resort, 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 park, right, transportation station, transportation yes. center. Then, right, should you want to get off that monorail to go to Epcot, what do we have to do, Kara? We got to get off that one, right? And yep. we've got to switch to another one, correct? Yeah, you almost have to go down and underneath the track and then back up and around to get on to the next one. Correct. So that's one you want to pay close attention to. If somebody wants to get from Magic Kingdom to Epcot, they can utilize, or, or backwards, right, or from Epcot to Magic Kingdom, they can mm -hmm. utilize that monorail. But you got to pay attention because there are signs, right, that'll tell you how to get to where. One of them's going to tell you, you know, exactly, because if you stay on that monorail, you're just going to keep going in that loop, right? Yep. That, that One loop. Big and you'll never find Epcot, right? You got to get <laughs> yeah. off at the transportation station. Um, and I don't think they call it. This is one thing I've always thought to myself. Why don't when they say the ticket and transportation, they don't ever say Epcot. Am I wrong? No, they don't. Like maybe if they put that somewhere in there, the ticket transportation center and transfer to Epcot, you know, like that might help out a little bit. Um, maybe a little bit. <laughs> so all right with that being said um the monorail you had is the second thing i think that's a great 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 one any tips about the monorail Ooh, so i don't know i feel like i i think my favorite mode of transportation is the next one on my list so i don't find that i personally use the monorail all that often um but it is a, a fantastic option even if you just want to go check out a couple of different resorts and check out the lobby and see the theming. Um, exactly. It's great to just kind of poke around and maybe go grab a drink at the Enchanted Rose and then you grab a drink at Trader Sam's. You can easily um, utilize the, the monorail for, for that. 100%. 100%. Um, let's hear it. What's the, what's the next one? Your favorite. So my favorite is the newest mode of transportation, which is the Disney Skyliner. Yeah, that's a good one. So the Skyliner, for those that aren't aware of what it is, the Skyliner is almost like a ski lift um, that gets you from a number of resorts, and I'm happy to name them, um, to either Hollywood Studios or Epcot. Um, let's name so, them, because I know we're going to have listeners yeah. that want to know. So let's talk about that. So it starts at um, Art of Animation and Pop Century. Those two resorts have a bridge that connects them and it shares a stop on the bridge. Um, and from there, you can take the Skyliner to Caribbean Beach where, where you can transfer. So you have to transfer at Caribbean Beach um, and you can get on the line that heads towards Hollywood Studios or the line that heads, heads towards Epcot. Um, if you get on the line that is going to bring you to Epcot, you then do a pit stop at the Riviera, um, which you do not have to get off at the Riviera. They'll kind of wave at you as you pass by. Um, and then off to Epcot you go. So there's some great options. There's usually not super long lines. Um, and I find it kind of 
quick and relaxing to kind of be up above. You can see the parks, you can see the Epcot ball from the skyliner, you can see t uh, Tower of Terror. Um, so it's kind of some cool views while not having to be squished in a bus. Yeah, absolutely. So let me ask, um, I mean, any tips on the sky? I mean, anything to worry about? What if you're afraid of heights? Not a good idea? Probably not a great idea. Yeah. Um, it, it is pretty high up, but you are fairly secure in there. It's, it's, there's, there are windows for a breeze. So you're not kind of melting if it's like the dead of Florida yeah. summer heat. Um, so you do get a little bit of a breeze, but there are doors that secure shut. Um, so you are safe, but if you are afraid of heights, I, I would not recommend. And what about in regards to it, like being wobbly, do you get that feeling at all? Like it's shaking or, or, or do you feel pretty, pretty strapped and secure? I personally feel pretty strapped and secure. Um, when we were, when I was there a couple of weeks ago, <laughs> there was a couple of crazy wind rainstorms that were passing through. Um, normally, if there's a big storm that's coming, Disney will close the Skyliner and they will open up buses. Um, so they're always prepared for that happening. Right. Um, but we did hear from a, a fellow Skyliner rider in, that we shared a um, little gondola with one night where they were up in the rain in the wind um, and the rain was coming in through the door. They were getting wet. The wind was blowing the, the little cart all over. Um, so it, I think in extreme weather, right. it can get wobbly. But on a normal day, it's very smooth. Good, 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 good. All right, perfect. So then that's, that's I, I think the majority, I, I figured that that was going to be the answer you were going to give. Um, happy to hear that, though. That's awesome. Um, all right, so moving along, yes. what do we have for next form of transportation? So the next form I have is traveling by boat. Yeah. So this is one that not many people are always super aware of, but there's um, a number of resorts where you can use a boat to get to Magic Kingdom. You can use a boat to get to um, Hollywood Studios and Epcot. You mm -hmm. can use some resorts have a boat to get to Disney Springs. Um, True. So like it is the truth. Yes. Yeah. Uh, this is a cool one, too. This is actually my kids, uh, my kiddos' favorite. They actually really like being on the boat. It's, it's really cool, especially if you catch it on a beautiful day, just being on the water. It's really nice and relaxing. Um, you know, I don't want there's th this can be a little tough and tricky to know the transportation from all the boat uh, from all the resorts. How confident are you on this one? I think I've got most of them ready to go. I'm not, I won't be confident in saying that I think I've got them all, but I've got most of them. Uh, give it a shot. Let's go. Let's see. So to Hollywood Studios and Epcot, you can catch a boat from anywhere along the boardwalk. So that's the um, Yacht and Beach Club, the Swan and Dolphin, um, or the boardwalk, or any other resort on the boardwalk. Yes. Um, to Magic Kingdom, you can take a boat from the Contemporary from the Wilderness Lodge, from Fort Wilderness, from the Grand Floridian. I think that might be, can you get one from the Polynesian? Um, you know, I'm not 100% sure on that one. They've got that. Um, 
they have the boat dock. Yeah, they've got that's what I was going to say. They've got the dock, and they allow you to have the, to go out there and see the fireworks too. Part of me thinks that uh, it would be something they'd offer, but that was actually going to be one that I was going to tell you I wasn't one hundred percent sure on. Yeah, we will look into that. That's yeah. Um, and then to get to um, Disney Springs, you can get a boat from um, Port Orleans Riverside or French Quarter. Yes, and um, Saratoga Springs, I believe. Yeah, you can also walk from Saratoga as well, I think. Which is super cool, super, super cool. It's actually not even a long walk. No, it's right there. Yeah, it's right there. Um, So, yeah, very, very cool. I mean, it's it's, we only did four, though, right? There's one more. I do have one more. Is there one more? I, well, I don't know. I thought we said five. Did we, did oh, we do five? yeah. So there's one more option that's not a complimentary um, tr- mode of transportation. But the fifth one is Disney rolled out their minivans. And it's yeah. not like your your regular minivan. It's like a Minnie Mouse van um, with mini with two ends. Um, <laughs> so They're very the minis, cute, too. Yeah. They are great. They're really, really cute. They're all polka dotted. Um just like Minnie Mouse. Um, and those are paid transportation options. Um, and I believe you can you can get it through the Lyft app. Well, that's what I was I, – I wasn't – yes. So I was actually going to ask. I have not used that yet. So I was going to ask if you happen to know how they price that out and how that all works because it's actually one I have not personally um, used yet. I know that it's offered, but I don't know the details. Have you used it yourself yet? I have not used it personally, but I have had clients that have used it and do recommend it. It does come with car seats. So if you have, if say if you're staying at Caribbean beach and you want to get to the Polynesian for a breakfast with uh, at Ohana with stitch and Mickey, um, they've used the minivan service to get, instead of having to go from bus to monorail, they've just used, the mini um the minivans and it is a little bit more expensive than a generic uber or lyft um but because they guarantee the car seats it's a fantastic option especially if you have small kids right right and at least you know you're getting specific disney transportation they know the the ins and outs right of how to get you where you need to go in the most timely you know fashion that's cool that's very cool so there's a lot there's a lot i mean think about what we've touched on there's a lot um, and those first four, right? All complimentary, yeah. all, all complimentary. So that's really Disney doing their best to try and get everyone, um, where they need to be, right? Where they need to be. And if you are driving too, if you are driving what I happen to love, uh, I have to bring it back up because I drive there quite often, um, is they don't charge for parking uh, at the resorts anymore. Um, which I thought is incredible. I thought that was absolutely incredible um, because is that, that sorry, I was just going to ask, is that if you have a reservation or correct. is it for anybody? It's for the reservation. Well, yes, for, for a reservation, if you are staying at a Disney resort, you would not have to pay for parking anymore. Um, yeah, they, they, yeah. So, I mean, that to me, that's a big one. Even if you are, um, even if you are staying on Disney property and you go to park, at one of the parks right in the parking lot if you show your reservation right they actually don't charge you the 25 dollars 
Did you know that, Kara? I did not know that. Yes. They will scan your um, magic band, or you can show them your reservation right through your uh, Disney Experience app. And if they see that you are reserved uh, on Disney property, they do not charge you the $25 parking, even when you park at the parks. Okay. Um, so hopefully people know that and don't just hand over a credit card. Uh, nice little tip. Um, and then they give you the receipt and that receipt for parking, um, can be used, um, at any of the, um, parking lots at any of the Disney parks for that entire duration of that entire day. Very cool. That is really cool. Very cool. Right. Learn something new. Yes. Very cool. That's the thing. Disney's always changing. They're always coming out with new stuff. And, and that's the kind of stuff you want to pay attention to. Anything that saves us money, too. Um, obviously, the as we both know, the, the trips can get a little expensive. Uh, so we're looking to save wherever we can. Um, but, yeah. So that's, that's great. Any other transportation tips before we shift gears? Uh, anything else you can think of or you want to talk about about transportation? I don't know if I have anything else. Do you have anything on the top of your head? Yeah, no, not that I can think of. Um, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. And that's good because that'll give us um, another five or ten minutes for the next topic. So we want to talk a little bit about um, getting ready for your Walt Disney World trip. And specifically, I'm referring to making sure that we are appropriately packing. Um, so let's talk about this for a second. Um, and I know that we could talk forever about how to properly pack for a Disney World vacation, especially are you going, you know, there's a lot of questions you could ask. Are you going adults only? Are there kids? Are there infants? That kind of stuff. Um, but I want you to be generic in this, you know, just you, just be generic across the board and pretend, you know, somebody is going for the very first time. Um, what can you tell us uh, would be critically important um, to pack? What, what do you have on that? So I have a top three. Um, I'll take it. Perfect. Top three. Let's hear it. So my number one thing is comfortable shoes. I know there's some Facebook posts that people have been going back and forth on what kind of shoes people wear um, when they go to the parks. I am a sneaker girl. Um, I have back difficulties and the sneakers are a, a game changer for me. So I always make sure I have not necessarily a brand new pair of sneakers, but a relatively new pair with great arch support. Um, the, the ground is not forgiving in the Disney parks. And when we go, we're, we're doing 10 to 12 miles a day. Wow. Um, so comfy shoes that will not give me blisters or cause me to be yeah, in pain. Bed for the next day. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're right. And 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 that's a great one. I couldn't agree more. If I had to put a top three together, that might even be number one as well. Um, look, look into Brooks and Hawk. I, I don't know how, you know, it, it amazes me. You've got a lot of people out there that say they can do flip flops the whole time. And, yeah. Oh, all the power to them. I, I don't. Mm -hmm. uh, that isn't us, apparently. I'm, I'm very jealous of, <laughs> yeah, of that. that. That, but I've heard it, and they say that's that's their most you know comfy way. And man, yep. yeah, I, I can't do that. There's no way. Um, yep. And and like you pointed out, though, if if you know the ground isn't very forgiving, and you will find yourself um, in some pain come 10, 11 p.m. at night when you're back at the resort and you're saying, "How am I going to go do this again tomorrow?" Um, so be be smart with that. Great tip. Great tip. So good shoes. What do we got? 
what else? My number two is a water bottle. Um, I think some people will look at me like I'm crazy, but you can, if you bring a reusable water bottle, Disney will always give you free ice water. Um, and if there are soda refill stations, you can always fill up your water bottles with water. Um, Great so I find it's a cost savings as well. Cause you're not having to buy a four to $5 bottle of water, especially if you're a family of four or five. Um, that's a lot of water bottles to spend money on. Um, so I always have my, my reusable water bottle with me. You know, I, I would love to do a Google search. <laughs> Who knows how accurate the numbers would be, but I would love to find out how much money Disney makes at the parks just on water, bottled yeah. water that they sell at the parks for what is it like $5, $6 a bottle. Yeah. Um, you are hundred percent right. Uh, that water is there. It's perfectly fine. Um, the water bottle is a great one. And they've got water fountains, too, um, along the parks uh, that you can always fill up again if you need to. Um, keep yourself hydrated. That's a good one. Do you suggest a certain size or type of bottle or what? which kind are you using, Kara? So I have a Contigo, if that's yeah, how you say one. it, water yeah. bottle. Um, what is it a metal one? one? No, I have a, pla- a hard plastic one. Um, plastic. I have... Um, I can't drink ice cold water without a straw. I, my teeth are terrible. Um, so I always have to have a bottle with a straw. Um, but my, um, my husband usually brings one of those gigantic twist top, um, bottles with him when he goes, but I find I, I don't drink coffee or soda or anything else. I, I solely drink water, um, throughout the day. So I probably go, especially in the heat in Florida, I probably go through five or six bottles of water wow. a day. So wow. Wow. Um, I did a quick Google search. <laughs> um, I don't know how accurate this is, but according to this website, in 2018, Disney made a total profit on bottled water about $785 million. Jesus, Wow. <laughs> wow. So who knows how accurate that is or if it's even reliable, but that's a lot of money. <laughs> to be honest, they could have made up any large numbered amount of money and I'd be like, yep, I'm sure they did. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's, that's, I mean, yeah, it doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise yeah. me. So, um, wow. Yeah. So um, that's incredible. So what are we talking about for a third tip? So, this may sound a tad crazy to some, but I always pack ponchos. Even if there is no chance of rain, if I do not bring the ponchos, it will rain. (laughs) So I always, always, always have ponchos in my backpack. (laughs) That, you know, it's funny because you'll have a lot of people that will probably think that that's uh, who needs that. It's crazy. I'll figure it out when I get there. If it starts to rain, but how much are the ponchos there? Huh, Kara? How much are the ponchos? They're ridiculous. Um, They're a lot. They're a lot. I don't know because I I never bought one there. But I see them and I know that um, probably like anything else, if it's $6 for water, what would the poncho be? Um, They've got to be $20, $25, if not more. Yeah. So it is a good tip. I mean... um, there's some people too that would tell you, listen, I mean, if, if you know the trends and how the rain tends to work in Florida, usually it's a start and stop. 
Um, you know, usually it passes quick. Usually you can, you can, but that doesn't mean, you know, sometimes in the midst of the parade, you really wanted to see or in the midst of the show outside, you're, you know, and some stuff is going to keep going and, and it would be smart to have some sort of, you know, rain protection. Um, so yeah, I can, I can understand that. If the rain is going to extend for longer than that brief Florida shower that may pass through, a lot of the crowds will leave the park. It may empty out fairly quickly. Um, And if you have that poncho and if you can stay mostly dry, you can get a lot of rides done. Most of Disney's rides are indoors, so you can get a lot done during that rainstorm if you can brave the weather. Yeah, that's a great point. Let me ask you this last question. I know you only put three things together, but um, Mm -hmm. what is your method of um, carrying all of this stuff? Are you a backpack? Are you a, I mean, how how do you get, get around with all your stuff? I do have a backpack. Um, It's not huge, but it's enough to hold a, a, my my number four is a rechargeable battery pack. So it's enough to hold my, my battery. It's enough to hold my water. Um, Depending on the weather, sometimes I'll throw a a cheap pair of flip-flops in there just in case it does rain um, so that I'm not in wet sneakers. Um, But it's, it's enough to hold maybe a sweatshirt as well, but it's just a small backpack. And that's, that's my go-to. That's a good one. That's a good one. And there aren't for those listen, I mean, keep in mind, folks, they allow you to take that stuff off, put it on the ride. There's usually a little pouch or a little section in those rides that allow you to, you know, put it right there um, during the ride. Um, it, that's a good one, though. I, I'm the same way. I, I use a small backpack as well. Um, and to be honest, I would put the battery pack, which I think is a great one, uh, ahead of the poncho. <laughs> yeah. uh, but that's just me. As much as I do see that there is value to both of them. Um yeah, I don't want my I don't want my phone dying. That's a big one. Yeah. Um, that's and simply because we know that we you know the way that Disney's operating now in this day and age with the technology being so important and you having to utilize the app for the Genie Plus and but I don't want my phone dying. Yeah, that's it's got a, it's definitely a close contender. Yeah, that's that's a big one for me. That's a real big one. So that's a great one. This was great, Kara. I, I can't thank you enough. I mean, you, you gave a lot of really valuable information. Um, and, and folks, I've said it before, I'll say it again. This is just the beginning, right? So if this is the kind of, uh, service and tips and support and help you're looking for, uh, contact us at Tanks, contact, you know, Kara, uh, she would love to help you. Um, she knows her stuff, as you can see, you know, she's, she's no rookie to this. So, um, thank you so much for coming on. Anything else you want to point out before I, uh, let you go for this time? Um, you did great though. This was fantastic. No, I think that's everything. Thank you so much for having me. You got it. Um, and hopefully, you know, we'll, we'll get you back again. Yeah, I'd love to. Thank you. You got it. Thanks again, Kara. I'll talk to you soon. Right. Bye-bye. Just want to start off by thanking Kara for volunteering her time to come on and uh, talk Disney with us. Um, she did a fantastic job. There was a tremendous amount of valuable information there. Um, if you were talking at all, um, about wanting to get more informed on transportation, uh, Disney transportation, uh, she hit a home run. She, she did a fantastic job. Great information there. Um, I hope that you guys took something away. Cause I, I, abs- I think I, I mean, there was definitely stuff. And that's what I love about doing this is uh, when we bring on the guests and I'm have I'm just talking Disney with my friends. Um, we're learning new stuff, even myself, right? I know they are, I am, um, 
and hopefully you guys are too. So I thought it was really great. Um, thank you again, Kara, for coming on. Um, and even some, some fantastic uh, tips on the packing there, um, for sure. No question about it. Um, all of those things that she mentioned, totally agree. You got to have those with you. You got to have those with you. Um, and like I mentioned before too, we are thinking about doing uh, an episode uh, specifically on packing, where we'll go into more detail, uh, a little bit more depth onto some some more specific things. Um, but I thought for a top three, top four, you know, she hit it right on the money. That's what you want to have. Um, but with that being said, that uh, that'll conclude our episode for this week. Um, be sure to subscribe um, so you don't miss any more. Uh, you'll get alerted when the next episode comes out and hopefully that'll give you the opportunity um, to continue to be informed. You know, as we get the news, we share it with you. Um, that's what we're all about is like I said before, making sure you know we're here to help you. Um, so as the episodes are released, as long as you're subscribed, you will be alerted. Um, and yeah, looking forward uh, to talking more Disney with you guys next week. So have a fantastic, have a fantastic week. Um, and we will see you next time. Thanks.